everyone greetings and welcome to another edition of the travelers art coffee podcast if you're new this is where we kind of get together and answer some emails or an email kind of interact in an open forum so if you want to have like a full-blown uh, story episode you'll want to skip to one of the ones that has a story to it in this case we're going to be addressing an email that I've received, oh, I guess it was about a week or two ago, and I've just been thinking about it a lot. But before I jump into that, as a reminder, the podcast is now on Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, Podplay, and I think there's one more, but I forgot. I'd have to look at my notes. I don't want to do that right now. Anyway, it's it's around. Uh, I'll have links in the notes where you guys can send it to friends, family, enemies, and romantic loves that you might be pining for. Okay, so uh, let's uh, what's going on over here? Well, I had a little bit of an accident. I ended up straining and possibly tearing my right hamstring. Uh, the injury really wasn't that bad when it happened, but two days later, in the middle of the night, I got a cramp so bad I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital and like get an injection or something it was unreal so anybody that gets leg cramps or calf cramps at night when they sleep and they they wake up in pain uh, I am now empathetic <laughs> uh, not good so we're um, kind of uh, taking a rest on the uh, hamstring over the next couple weeks, and I'm just gonna use this to really dive into the podcast and, and really enrich the content. I still have not addressed the YouTube issue. I think what I'm doing is I'm creating a block because I wanna have images in the YouTube channel, and I realize that a lot of my archive is not with me uh, at the moment, it's in storage. So that kinda of makes me a little worried either way. I've also had this uh, idea of maybe getting a more, I don't know, like formal logo design. I don't know. I, I don't want to get involved in like a branding thing and that seems like a distraction and there's a lot of back and forth. I, I used to do that kind of work uh, a couple years back. I just want to make really great content for everyone to get inspired by and reconsider things and I'd like to you know, build more of a, a community of people who really engage in this philosophical aspect of travel and, and kind of shun the bucket lists. And hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to make some enemies out there, I'm sure, but uh, or, or people will disagree. I, I think that's okay. I think disagreement is good. I mean, let's not forget that development and growth of knowledge and, and ultimately like wisdom is the byproduct of the confluence of opposing ideas or conflicting ideas that when they finally come together, they're greater than they were as separate pieces. And so discourse, to a lesser degree debate on topics, I think that's how we grow as a species. I think that's how we grow as an individual. I think that's how we rebuild our sense of reality and, and construct a consciousness that's rooted in 
things that are tangible and usable as opposed to spooky knowledge, as Alan Watts used to say. All right, I'm kind of getting off on something. I got an email I want to read to you guys. It's pretty straightforward. It was fairly long, so I wanted to kind of edit it down. It, It got kind of personal, and I did email them back at length, but I wanted to include this because it's it's a good one. So this is from Alexandria. I've been inspired to go and travel after listening to your podcast and others. I have an interest in a spiritual retreat and or something to heal from an abusive relationship that lasted three years and that I was finally able to entangle from. I was wondering what your thoughts are on travel that has a spiritual element or focus. Thanks in advance, Alexandria. Okay, Alexandria. And by the way, uh, thanks for that email. And uh, I hope uh, hope to hear from you soon about my comments specifically for you. And I am sorry you were in a bad relationship. Those suck. Many of us don't realize we're in an abusive relationship or an unhealthy one until we're pretty far down the road. And I am glad you found a way out. Okay, so I want to get this out of the way. I am not a monk. I'm not a priest. I'm not a theologian, a minister. I'm not a clairvoyant. I'm not a healer. And I sure as shit, I'm not a shaman. I'm just me. I'm just, just Don. And I have my opinion. Okay. And I'll just, let's just get the world flat here. But if you want to know what I think, here we go. Any one of us that has gone through trauma slash abuse, be it historical or recent, have you or are you currently seeing a therapeutic professional to help guide you through the healing process and assist you in getting equipped with solid tools to navigate the world after that experience? If not, quite frankly, I'd recommend you do so. And here's why. In short, many of the people that I have met while traveling that are doing spiritual journeys, or they're involved in a healing journey, or they're involved in things of that nature, or a retreat, they are basically fully enveloped within the world and behavior and path of the spiritual bypass. Spiritual bypass or spiritual bypassing is a tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or uh, avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, or essentially unfinished developmental tasks. And uh, John Wellwood, uh, a Buddhist teacher and a psychotherapist, coined the phrase back in the 80s. Uh, I've, I've included a link of, about spiritual bypass in the notes, and you can uh, dive deeper into that, which if you have any inclination or interest, I recommend you do because it is extremely insightful. So why do I bring that up? Well, the reality is that you know a lot of us tend to be attracted to the mystical and magical ideas that spiritual bypass offers. A lot of spiritual retreats are often connected to historical rituals of indigenous people, but they are appropriated by the exploitive. It's not uncommon for me to meet people that are on their third or fourth spiritual vacation or trip. This, in my mind, is a tip-off because that's cyclical behavior. I often hear the statement, I'm taking a retreat, and my first response is, what the hell does that mean? So I, uh, in a previous show, I, I talked about the uh, Wordbook app and uh, to look up words. So let's see what Wordbook says. All right, hold on. God, I can't spell. Oh, there we are. Retreat as a verb. 
is to withdraw from enemy forces as a result of the enemy having superior power. It also means a withdraw to a quiet or secluded place. Actually, its, it's root word is Latin, which is, I, mean, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right because I don't have a lot of Latin background, retrahere, which means pull back. So when you say I want to go on a retreat, what you're saying is you feel you have to pull back or withdraw from an enemy or situation. My question is, what are you retreating from? Have you identified it? Have you given it a name? Does it have a shape, a color, or a sound? Remember, when we remove ourselves from a situation, we can remove ourselves because it's toxic and we're, it's kind of like a survival mechanism. Or it could be that ultimately we know and we have diagnosed what this problem is and we feel that for our own interest, our own health, our own life path, that we should remove ourselves. One, the aforementioned is survival. Like, I'm going to die if I stay here. Or the perception of death, by the way. And the other one is saying, I'm not fitting here. I'm cognizant. I'm making a conscious choice to change myself. And so I'm going to retreat or remove myself from that environment. So that, that goes back to this real question. When you come back from said pull back, withdrawal, or retreat, will the situation be the same? Will the enemy or that source that you had to retreat from still be there? Because that's important to know. Now, a good example of that is a friend of mine lost his father due to old age, and he really retreated from relationships and people for quite some time. I was starting to get worried. But ultimately, when he kind of reconvenes with regular life, his dad is still gone. So his situation is going to be there. So he still struggles with that and then he engages that. But if you're involved in a toxic lifestyle, uh, relationships, or work, if you don't change that aspect of your life, in many ways, you're going to be right back where you started, save for the travel trinkets, clothes, and bracelets, and the money you spent. That might seem a bit harsh. I'm telling you, I've met so many people that are on that yoga spiritual retreat wheel and with all the trappings of that real kind of contrived reality. In, in essence, the problem with these spiritual retreats and travel trips that people are selling is ultimately they have a real strong probability of evolving or have evolved into what is known as spiritual materialism. Now, I've included a, a link in the show notes. Uh, a really simple definition of spiritual materialism is when spiritual seekers turn the pursuit of spirituality into an ego-building exercise, basically. Um, there's a satirical comedian on YouTube called J.P. Sears. I'll, I'll include a link in the notes also for him. And he has some great deadpan satire comedy about being ultra spiritual. If you watch his material, it's, it's fantastic. In England, they call it making the Mickey, which I think is fantastic. If we're wounded or stressed or down or depressed, we end up falling victim to the myriad of false prophets, charlatans, and con men that congregate in such places as Peru or Bali, central Mexico, etc. If you encounter someone 
that is self-acclaimed spiritual, that's a tip-off. They're probably full of shit. Paying 100 euros for a cacao ceremony isn't spiritually healing people. It's exploitation. I'm about to say something that's probably going to piss people off. But um, if you talk to some of my friends, they'll tell you, well, Don's good at that. And I always like to say, here's your number. Line forms to the rear, but cocktails are at five. So here it is. No amount of stretching, unusual dietary choices, enema chanting or dancing will unravel the tightly woven fabric of toxic life priorities, lifestyle, and or current and historical trauma. Those must be addressed with a far different set of tools and a far different process and azimuth. There's a Zen saying, the only enlightenment one experiences on the mountaintop is that which you brought with you from the valley. Can you do a spiritual vacation or travel? Is it a good idea? Absolutely. But it's important to have the heavy lifting addressed before you go. Kind of the right tool for the right job. If you get your core issues addressed, then whatever sort of travel experience you take, whether it be traditional or spiritual, whether it's an athletic retreat, it's going to be far more meaningful and far more lasting. Anyway, like I said, I could be full of shit. These are just some thoughts, some experiences that I've had. I don't want to come off as pejorative because that's not my point. In fact, I'm actually really empathetic to Alexandria's situation. You know, I've had a lot of experiences with these false prophets, charlatans, and con men. And I've seen a lot of people who are really, really hurting inside spiritual bypassing and continuing their own suffering when really the solution is far less expensive and far less demanding than traveling halfway around the world in a country where your language isn't your own, getting strange parasites from food because your diet's not the same. I mean, real travel's hard work and it can be challenging. And, And if you're struggling with trauma, It really is best to deal with people that have experience in helping people with trauma. I care about everyone that's listening to this podcast because if you are listening, that means you're thinking. And if you're thinking, that means we can make better choices. Anyway, Alexandria, I hope that this answer to your question helps, as does the email I sent you. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope that that offered at least a catalyst for interior dialogue and conversation between yourself and other people. Any of you out there experienced spiritual bypass or have you been on a spiritual trip before? If so, I'd like to hear from you and maybe we can pick up another another, uh, episode addressing this because it seems to be a big trend. If so, send me an email or a voice memo to thetravelersart at gmail.com and tell me about it. So if you enjoyed this podcast, everyone do me a favor. If you know someone that is a traveler or dreams of travel or could benefit, please share the podcast with them. It's easy to do and costs nothing. If you want to connect with me, you can, of course, send me an email. I will leave this coffee meetup with you guys with this short quote. It's better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Alan Watts. All right, everyone, until next time, I'll talk to you soon.